Hey everyone, welcome to episode one of the High Life Uncut. This is Alex, one of your co-hosts. And a little bit on myself, work nine to five in one of Australia's largest banks, outside of work, like enjoying my life, traveling, meeting new people, and just kind of seeing where adventures take me. Hey, I'm Jan. I'm your other co-host and probably the more better one in my opinion. Who knows? Depends on your thoughts process. But yeah, um, I work at the same company as Alex. We've known each other for around roughly five months. And outside of work, I'm looking for my next thrill because this is the High Life Uncut after all. Your High Life Uncut, how did we come up with that name? Big, big question. I would say a million dollars. I would like a million dollars, but I get I'm not going to get it. That's okay. So it is because we are this company that is somewhat perceived as one of the top tier companies in Australia or potentially we're from Sydney. So one of the top tier Sydney companies. And so we're here to give you the uncut version of our life. So Fair stay enough. tuned. So Jen. If you're looking for your next adventure, what are your top priorities of life then? My top priorities are, please don't judge me. This is a safe space and open. Oh, don't worry. No judgment here. It's all good. I hope so. So number one would be career and professional goals. I'm really into that stuff. You know, the whole like mind, body, soul kind of vibes. And again, obviously health and well-being is also my next one. And then my last of my top three is experiences and adventures. I just want to live a fun full life constantly because life is too short for settling live your, live your best life right? that's it what about yourself for me um i think similar but i think for mine uh friendships first always got to know your friendships family of course and then after that similar to yourself ventures experiences being able to experience and live outside the corporate bubble right and finally obviously health and well-being you got to make sure you look after yourself make sure you feel good eat well and have a good time that's it, that's it. Yeah, no, it completely makes sense. And I guess we're similar about why, and that's probably how we become friends pretty fast, right? Hey, look, this is why we get along great. It is, right? It is. Hopefully, we're not too boring. So then, think about this. We both like having fun adventures. So then, is there enough fun adventure in your life, Alex? Let's go deeper. Oh, of course. We can We can go straight, straight away. But I think for me, yeah, it's fun. Obviously, dating, having a good time, traveling, exploring, meeting new people, just kind of seeing what the world has to offer. And there's a lot there. Uh, but it's one of those things, as life goes through, life has its ups and downs. What about yourself? Um, yes, for me, it's kind of like the same. It's like all about fun and adventure. I love going adventures with my friends and my family. Dating's fun. And then meeting new people. Ultimately, like I feel like for me, like the fun thing, if you want to say like dating, is like getting to know new people. And you actually learn so much about like different restaurants in Sydney. Sure. And, there's like, there's bars. so many restaurants, bars. I know, right? Time. And you just learn about the coolest things. But at the same time, so you talk about like adventure. So then, and you also like traveling yes. as well. And I love traveling. And you like dating. So then have you ever actually put dating and traveling together? Like well, how's that experience gone? Look, I have done it a few times. Um, I think it's hard because most of the time when you're traveling, you're making friends. You're kind of always meeting people and coming and going. And you don't want to do anything more serious because of the time constraint. So it makes it harder. But it is possible to, yeah, go on a few dates while you're traveling. Uh, but then that's also solo traveling. You can do solo traveling, but companies always changes up, makes experiences. You want to be able to share experiences with people and stuff like that. Have you ever met the one when you were traveling and you've been like, oh my God, like, so um, are you into females, right? Of course I'm in. I'm into females, but yes. Well, that's, I'm not, we're not making assumptions here. That's why we're a safe space. Yeah, no, of course. Safe space here. So basically, because you're into females then. So have you ever met someone new when you're overseas and you're traveling and you thought, oh, maybe I'm not going to get on this flight because let's see how this goes with her. 
I I think that's every guy's dream to find the one out and about, but I don't think I have found anyone that I'm like, they're the one while traveling. Sure, I've been in past relationships and I've dated, but when I was traveling, I never really considered someone the one. It was more just right time, right place, good fun, good experience, but ultimately I had to come back to Sydney and I could have considered it maybe if I met that one, that person, uh, but it's never going to come across. What about yourself? Any stories of that? Um, I guess like if you go overseas, right? And like I've traveled solo as well and I've also traveled with friends. And it's really interesting because I remember I was this one point and I actually nearly didn't come back to Australia. Really? Yeah, I was so close just not coming. So I was in Costa Rica and you know this typical story, you know? I feel like it's so typical. The Central Americans, they know how to party, right? They do. They're so much fun. So I remember I was traveling and I met this guy and like it was really fun and he was like a surf instructor. You know, it was really difficult. It was just so cliche. Just living the best life, living a life on the beach. Yeah, and I was in a hostel and like I was like, oh, do I really want to come back? And he's like, don't go to your banking job in Australia. Stay here. And I was so conflicted because I fell in love with the lifestyle because it was actually wake up. You go for a surf or you go for a swim. Then you go um, hiking. Then you come back and you're socializing with people constantly. And it's like, that is living, right? But that's Isn't why that traveling is so, why traveling's so much fun, right? Because yeah. you, you're outside of work. You're living your best life, meeting awesome people. And I feel like traveling is actually when you can truly just let go. And you've worked it hard. You've managed, obviously saved for trip, all that sort of stuff. And now you can just enjoy and live life. And... Forget about the world for a little bit sometimes, which is great, peace. And that's why I think everyone loves travel. I just think this is why Australians love traveling. Oh, for sure, because we're so far away from everything. But then, do you think traveling could be seen as, like, escapism then? Because you're escaping your reality? (laughs) Of course it is. But who doesn't want to get out? Like, sometimes you just need a bit of a break. You need a break to balance yourself. Like, you said yourself, mental health, well-being, and health. Like, that's all important. And if you work out and you burn burn out... you're not going to be productive. And so you may as everyone needs a break every now and then. So yes, sure, it's an escapism, but it's a well-probably-deserved escape. So then, okay, so then let's take this back, man. So then let's say, for example, you're traveling and you meet someone and you have your life back home. And you're, let's say, we'll use my example. And you basically, you're really tempted just to stay and not come back. So then could you say that was me, like using escapism to not go back to my real life where well, I it depends how bad just... your life is back in Sydney I guess oh, I think if you're, if, right. if you're running away from something then sure there's definitely escapism mm. if you're seeing living life and just kind of going with the flow is that really escapism or is that just living life and just seeing where life takes you that's true yeah because there's like people out there I know for example that will literally just follow the person they love right yeah or like all the digital nomads, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm just completely follow them around. There'll be one person that's like basically the bed of a breadwinner of a um, couple or whatever. Yep. And they'll be the ones making the shots and just you know going around. And it's like that Arctic Monkeys song, like I'm. Um, I just want to. Um, I want to be yours. And so it's basically someone basically just following me around constantly, no matter what. And like using that word we we all hate, which is like a simp, basically. Yeah. It's it like looks, the perception of things, right? Yeah, but I think to that point. You don't want to also, if you are following someone around, like it makes it hard if you're so dependent on someone, which I know people move for love and stuff like that. 
but it does make it hard to like essentially uplift your whole life and be dependent purely on that one person. Yeah, for sure. I think it's, it's really interesting because I myself like eventually want to have that life whereby I'm set up, you know, this is my very long-term goal, be set up and I want to constantly be traveling, but I would also want a partner that's also willing to travel with me. However, I don't want a partner that's reliant on me, if that makes sense. No, I totally agree You need, that. like, your independence at the same yeah. time. So, I guess, to that point, then, mm. are you finding it hard to find that match or the one for that meets these goals? Not particularly, no, because I don't want it right now. Sure. I think when I do, it might be hard and challenging. But at the same time, I feel like if it's the right person... Their goals will probably somewhat be aligned. Sure. So it's right place, right time kind of thing, right? That's it, yeah. But then again, I also don't believe in right time, right place. Then what do you believe in then if you don't believe in right time, right place? I believe that you meet the right people at the right time when you're meant to naturally without you being forceful. Because I guess for me in my life, like I have quite a lot of structure. I like structure. And also I don't like structure at the same time. But when it comes to many people interacting with people, I think there should be no forceness. There should be no structure. It should just be all organic, which is super interesting because of the way the world's going, right? Like, yeah. nothing's organic anymore when you interact with people. Well, I think, yeah, I think obviously because of COVID and obviously online dating, it's hard. But do you actually think that the internet is making people more or less social? I think the internet then is making us less social because think about it. We're able to hide behind a screen and say what we want. But at the same time, I feel like even for instance, like when you're texting me, right? I'm the worst or messaging texter. me I'm at the work. worst texter. You have a worse reply, but you reply to me. It just nice. Eventually. Eventually I will. I have to like shoot your message on like all the social media. That's okay. Eventually you'll get your attention. Eventually you catch one of my attention on one of the social medias or, or on Teams. Exactly. But usually I'll just call you. And you'll answer straight out, which is quite good. Um, and so basically I feel like if you don't know my personality, the way that I probably come across, say, online and a message and stuff, it will not come across as well, would you say? I agree with that because I'm a very sarcastic person. You would know. I'm yeah, very sarcastic. Yeah, very sarcastic. And this is the thing why people. I'm not very good at texting because it comes mm. off very badly. Exactly. So then when it comes to, like, interacting online with people, like, on the internet, like, it definitely made us more close off. I feel like it's made us think more about what we say and we start over- overanalyzing and overthinking because... It can't, like, go away. It's, like, there. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's like a record, right? It's a, yeah. it's a physical record where... But also, to that point, I think it gives you time to obviously formulate your responses, stuff like that as well. But does it give us too much time? It depends. I think it depends on the context. If it's, like, a dating app, for example. Mm. Um, now, obviously, a lot of people on dating apps. Mm. So, it's, like, you have time, but also you don't have time because that person is talking to other people, too. Or they're matching with other people, you assume so anyway. And there's people messaging as well. So in that regard, there's a limited time. Because if you, for example, with that, if you don't respond for like two weeks, three weeks, a month, are you really still going to be relevant? That's true. But yeah, see, that's what I don't like because like the thought of it is just not in a moment. And I feel like these kind of things like have to be in a moment constantly. So it's like organic because... I just don't like the idea even of like texting and like quote unquote, you know, the tuning stages. Like, the most yeah. high school term ever. But, but like, like, well, you like the chase, right? You like someone, you like enjoying the chase. Oh, I don't know. It's not that bad. It's just like I like living in a moment so much. Like, mm. I, if I meet someone, I, I, I love a good chat. I would chat for you for hours, like in any media. I love talking so much. But in saying that, like, 
I want to be able to talk to you in person as well. And I want to be able to make prompt random decisions in a moment and that jazz. And I feel like if you constantly only ever talking to someone online yep. and your primarily communications online, I feel like you lose that naturalness. But also to me, it looks like I said, like it feels so forced because I feel like if you are on an app, I feel like it's not going to be like natural because you're basically interrupting, I guess, nature in essence. I agree. And I think you're not just meeting, yeah, you I know, to it's like point, a natural both of us being extroverted people. Yeah. We love talking to people, being around people. And so for us, it's very easy to make friends, socialize, but obviously there are people out there who are a bit more introverted and they would struggle and they rely on that kind of more thinking space and comfort. I get, I get that, but at the same time, I feel like that's not as, like, free-flowing because if you think back, say, like, our grandparents' eras, right, it was, like, you even introverts are fine. It was, like, you go out, you go talk to someone, you go to, like, a little dance party, and it's just so beautiful and kind of romantic because, you know, they do the whole courting thing, which I think is really cute and I'm really into, and then, you know, it was, like, oh, I like her, or you like me, and... There was, like, no phones at all, right? The world's very different now. I know. The world's constantly It was changing. even more... But the thing is, though, do you think it takes, like, the anxiety out of everything? Because, save and sweet, we'll have social media, right? Like, yeah. we talk, like, you and I, we have, like, a lot of social media. So you actually have more than me. You have Be Real. I don't have Be Real. Like I said to you before, I, I have it, but I, do I really use it? No. But I have it, sure. I think that's just, like, part of us being millennials, right? We have And you so still use Snapchat. Media. I'm judging, but you still use Snapchat. Not really. Uh, I have like like be real. I have it. I don't use it. It's there because I used to use it, but that's it is what it is. That's just social media. That's just the way the world is. But I agree, it has changed people a lot though because now you start overthinking because you can follow it on so many different platforms and talking to people on all these different platforms. Sure, you can get a, an idea of what they want, but even Instagram, for example, a lot of people post the best best bit about their lives and. You can technically fake your life. You can. Based on what you post. And everyone can be like, oh, they're living their best life. But you could be ultimately mentally not stable or mentally not well. Oh, true. Yeah, a lot of people talk about that. So then I'm curious. So, instance, if you, like, met someone, right, and you look at their Instagram, what do you take from their Instagram before you go to meet them? Because I know you online date. So how do you uh, So previously, them? I would go get Instagrams and stuff like that. I think to that point you would hope that the Instagram is a more realistic picture of what they like to do. It's because they're sharing it kind of publicly. Do you find it is or do you find that it's like a fake persona when you break into them? Uh, I think it's it's a starting point. It's a conversation starter. Like everyone knows you post your best photos on Instagram. You post uh, only stories whenever you're doing things that kind of you think either you think exciting or you think your followers would think exciting, right? If you're not doing anything, like all the mundane things, everyone does it every now and then, sure. Yeah, it's a conversation starter, but in terms of understanding more about the person, you understand, like, often people post, for example, travel pics, right, or go to the beach or whatever. You understand a little bit more about the person, and you and sure, it's not going to be everything, but you get more, so the more pictures, you know the saying, obviously, a picture sells a thousand words, right? So you get more understanding of that person from these pictures and what they choose to actually post. Very true. Of course. I, I think about myself, though. I feel like maybe I'm a bit different on Instagram. Like, I just don't care. I literally just post But, like, I think that's I a lot of people are like that, though, where Instagram oh, is and social media is for them. Mm. It's just sure their friends, they can connect with their friends and, like, socialize, stuff like that. But 
their social media is just for them. That's true. So they say they don't really post anything, but they will still follow and follow, unfollow, follow kind of everyone else's um, social media and lives. Exactly. Yeah. Well, like I feel like the realest me you ever get is my close friends list. I like you're on my close friends list. Like, and to me, it's literally just my own personal meme account. Hey, that, exactly right. Yeah. You can, it's pure enjoyment for yourself. And I think yeah. that's where social media has kind of gone. It's like social media has an obsession of it connects the world together, makes it the world smaller than it already is. Oh, it does. It's so small. Yeah. But definitely. to that point, it makes it kind of makes people more comparative of each other. They're like, oh, oh yes. I see this, I see that. Which makes it hard to date. Yeah, for sure. But then, with like, so, yeah, I'm not really into online dating. It's not really my thing. So then, how do you find it's hard then, like, with a competing thing? I think it's just social society standards, right? If you see someone, they're living their best life on Instagram, surely you're going to get a bit jealous if you don't have that same lifestyle. Yeah, you may do facets of it. And obviously, social media, you post your best moments. Um, but it's one of those things that I think everyone kind of competes on what they think will make and give them a partner, right? And I agree, in person, then you find out if it's actually reality or if it's just a show. Wait, so then compete for a partner. So then do you think that single people on Instagram are basically just peacocking to get a partner? No, not necessarily. Yes, but no. Uh, sometimes people, yes, they would 100% be doing that. But like I said, like, like yourself, you gave a perfect example. Your idea of social media is just a meme. It's a meme. It's a personal meme, right? Yeah. And you're, obviously your friends would know that and enjoy your memes through you. Mm. That's how they live life, right? And so it's not really like, oh, yeah, I'm showing, you're trying to show off. But to that point, that's a lot of people, most people on social media is to show off. Oh, yeah, definitely. I completely get that because, like you said, it's like that whole like, perception but then again, like, bring a bug of it. Like, it, I think it definitely is, and therefore making us, like, more closed off because we're becoming less social because I feel like some people are so wrapped in a fact that, like, it's about perception, right? Yeah. And it's like, I have to have this gram. I've got friends who, when we've gone out in the past, like, I'm not very good friends with them now. Like, it's, you know, natural things happen. We, I'm drifting. And they had to have a best Instagram photo for the night and what they'll do is is they'll constantly just then go on their story and they'll be like, oh did he see it did he see it and it's like girl like chill who gives a crap what that guy's doing because live your life like you're in a moment right now oh, have fun all those adventures right those spontaneous yeah. adventures everyone loves a spontaneous adventure sure some people struggle with the spontaneity and we rather things a bit more structured but I think sometimes there's grounds to have spontaneous adventures. That's it. Um, not all the time because then it, that, there's no structure. You need a bit of structure in your life. But that's why I think balancing work and everything outside of work is it's a hard balance. Oh, completely a hard balance. It's like, do you like take more time off in some areas of your life? Like, do we go traveling more? Like, do we really need escapism? Like, are we escaping our life when we go overseas and much? Like, I don't know. You're someone that bounces a lot. Like, you are constantly like, you're like to me, oh yeah, I'm going skiing. I'm like, okay, cool. No worries, see you later. Look, I love the thrill. Same as you. Love the yeah. thrill of adventures. And I think, I think the reason this is more evident is because of COVID. Mm. I'm like, yeah, sure, I need that kind of escape. Because usually, you like you have like one holiday a year, maybe, or one every few years. Yeah. But if you're locked down, as we were, you like a lot of people are. They feel like they have to go out, and they they weren't really balancing work as much as they could. 
but anyway, so if, stay tuned for our next episode to continue hearing adventures about us. High Life Uncut, we will also hear from people that you may or may not know of. Uh, maybe if we new people, we will be talking to other Gen Z millennials in the market um, in within the quote-unquote top tier, quote-unquote big firms in Sydney slash Australia. Then we will also hear from other keen professionals and to give us a bit more insight about their lives and like how they've done what they've done, like people that have really inspired us. Thanks for listening. If there's any questions that you want us to answer, please follow the link on our Instagram. And obviously, if you're not following us on Instagram, please give us a follow and then you can keep up to date when we post our next episode. See you around.